Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, we're there. Yeah, we're there. We're in. Oh my God, that was a long, that was ridiculous. <laughs> that was like, like a sound check. We were at a shit pub or something. <laughs> it was awful. It was absolutely awful. <laughs> did I tell you I did um, a quiz? I was hosting quiz nights oh, no. for a bit. <laughs> so this guy posted on the Comedy Collective, who is a comedian himself, so I don't want to dig him out or anything. He's a nice guy, but... He wanted me to do... Everything before the butt is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wanted me to do um, some pub quizzes. Uh, I hosted two. One uh, near me, which is why I did it. There we go. And then the other one was um, down in Chelmsford. Down, yeah. Yeah. And the whole night was an absolute shambles. Like, they couldn't get the music to turn down when I was using the mic. There was, like... It was, like, loads of fucked up shit. When I was there, I said to the woman, oh, can I have a yoghurt? She goes, do you want any food? And I said, no, but I've, got, I've brought a yoghurt with me. Can I just eat your yoghurt here? So she was like, yeah. I was walking up and down the pub doing a bit of crowd work and everything. You know, I thought it was, that's why I was doing it, to get used to chatting to people. Um, he called me up the next day and he said, you know, how was it? I said, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And he said, well, that's not what I heard. I heard it was a shambles. I was like, what? And he goes, I heard you kept on mucking around with the mic levels. And I was like, yeah, they couldn't even get the fucking mic to they couldn't even get the music to stop so I was doing questions over music and stuff so I was like I was just fiddling around with it and then, he, and then he's like what's all this about yoghurt <laughs> and I was I was like I was like like what, what are you talking about and he said well apparently you had a yoghurt and I went I asked if I could have a yoghurt <laughs> and I ate a yoghurt whilst I was there and he goes well it's not very professional asking questions and eating a yoghurt at the same time <laughs> Fucking stuff you get into my face and then going, oh no, first and foremost. Well, you're known as like a Mariah Carey figure on the top of your riders, aren't you? Like, just need a yogurt. I, I you could what, have incorporated it. It's like, which popular Greek dessert? <laughs> it was ridiculous. And anyway, I, I, I got really annoyed because I, and I was, I was like, you know, what you, basically, I've got a corporate job where I have to put up with shit. So there's no way I'm going to do that job as well. And just put up with shit. No, so, no, there's no reward there, is no. there? So I, so I basically was just quiz. like, right, I'm, I'm quitting. But the thing is, the woman who ran that pub, I could tell she was a cunt. Yeah. I could absolutely tell. And I, I remember thinking to myself, God, I wouldn't want her to be my boss. But she was nice enough for me, but then obviously just had a moan him. And yeah. I was like, and, I, and what annoyed me was I did a really good job of, of uh, like, I got on with everybody. Yeah. People were chatting to me afterwards. All the teams came up to me. I was having a laugh with everybody. And then she's all like, oh, yeah, yeah, yogurt, and was fiddling around with a mic. Fuck off. <laughs> I love that yogurt comes into it. Like, so, yes, he was okay, but I'm not having the yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> I draw the line at yogurt. I draw the line at a Miller fucking corner. <laughs> what, what annoyed me most was I specifically asked her if I could eat that yogurt. <laughs> specifically. And she said to me, do you want a drink? And I said, yeah, just a pint of water. Do you know what I mean? I didn't even take advantage. Yeah, exactly. Well, oh. Welcome. Well, anyway, so this is this is a podcast with Andy Obany. Obany, yes. Obany, and um, I don't know, whatever. You don't even do stage stuff anymore, so... Yeah, no, it's fine. No, no, yeah, Ian Irvin. Still Ian Irvin for purposes. And Jamie Jackson, otherwise known as Jamie Maserati. You shouldn't do that. You say that, but lots of people have said that they like that name. Yeah, but lots of people say other stuff to your face that isn't true. <laughs> like, that's a nice haircut. Or, and like, or the yogurt. The, I mean, yeah, I'm fine with the yogurt. Yeah, people lie. Um, I, no, I, I think Jamie Maserati is a good stage name. I really don't. I mean, I don't really have strong opinions about much stuff, as you know. Do you know who told me they recently that they thought it was good? Alexis Seal. No, the, no. the, the open mic legend, which is John Sharp. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I love John Sharp. For people who don't know, he's basically like an open mic 
mainstay, isn't he? Right. I, I, I don't know him. I, honestly, oh, I, I looked him up the other day I've when you mentioned him. him. I've he, never yeah. seen John Sharp. No. He's so he's so good. He's so funny. He's great at crowd work. But he's like, he, he reminds me of um, Eric Morecambe a little uh, bit, just in how, you know, when Eric Morecambe does something and everything's a bit chaotic. Yeah, mm, yeah. And how's, how's it going so far and all that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a bit like that. Like he did, and he's got some great jokes. Like he'll go, hold on a minute. And then he'll go and like feel the wall. Like he'll touch the wall for 30 seconds. And then he'll just come back to the mic and go, just getting a feel for the room. <laughs> like he's just got that. He's like really old school humour. Yeah, um, I like that. I really, I really yeah. like him uh, and really rate him as well. And every time he's the one who does chicken in a basket. Yeah. Oh, oh boom! Chicken, chicken in a basket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely great. So now we're on official podcast. We can dig in out for giving up comedy like some kind of turncoat yeah. coward. Well, I thought you were. I, th- I thought you were coming back again. So well, it was again. It was. I haven't given up. So hang on. Why are you doing this? It's just uh, COVID. It's been three years. Away. Yeah, COVID. I gig through COVID. Admittedly, it, I did one gig in one year, but it still counts. <laughs> through COVID. <laughs> I battled through COVID. I did one, one gig. No, people are right to dig me out. That's fair. But it's not like I've given up. Um, do you want to do it? I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. But it's like, oh, just, uh, yeah, no, and I need to. Don't, don't, yeah, look, I'm just going to make no, more noises like this, so it's not really yeah, productive no, no, time. I just, no, I was just interested, because I thought, I, you know, because I, I, I like your stuff, so it'd be good, it, it's good to, it would be good to know you're coming back. I just but, thought yeah, you had some kind yeah. of creativity, integrity, or bravery about you. <laughs> you know that's not true. You know, none of those things are true. It's difficult because of my lack of creativity. I don't know where integrity comes in. Well, because you say you're going to do something and you do it. That's integrity. Oh, it? yeah, there is not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is that thing, which is the definition of, of integrity. Of that integrity, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the other integrity. <laughs> yeah, well, as Andy said, if you start denying it too long, you're going to wake up and your, your feet are going to be longer, your nose is going to turn red, <laughs> your hair's going to turn t- curly and green. You're going to turn into a clown because you're not you're not allowing a comedy out. Yeah. Oh, I, honestly, I didn't know where you were going with that. The best I could think was, are you saying I'm going to be Pinocchio? But then when you said <laughs> the hair turning green, I'm like, wait, can I cut you down for not knowing about Pinocchio? Or do I not know enough about Pinocchio? You should do Jeff's course again. He's really got it together on on that. I, I enjoyed that. I was, was. I don't. I don't want to do another course. Don't want to do another course. course. No. I just want to get. No. But that's even better if you want to just get in and do it. I think yeah. it's the, the better way. But well, when you did Jeff's showcase mm. the second time that Ian didn't turn up to get integrity, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, it was it. Well, that was a a, a real pr- professionally done mm. show. Great atmosphere. Great venue. Obviously, the MC was Irish yeah. Indian yeah. guy, yeah. the Paddy Jahadi. That's right, yeah. He was brilliant. And mm. the whole thing was great. So, yeah, I think he calls himself a Paddy Jahadi. Yes, that's why yeah, I was right. No, that's it. I was just making sure he that. I was wondering if he's got any jokes about Kabaddi, because I would feel the need to do that. <laughs> The, the Paddy Jahadi who loves Kabaddi. Yeah. He's missed it. You should, yeah, you should yeah, yeah I, need to, I need to write him a letter, you yeah. know, but instead of well, seeing we'll Kabaddi. Listen yeah. to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will. Uh, I'm going to be fiddling around with the levels the whole time. Ian was really quiet and now he's really loud. Because you've had, no, now you're quiet again. Yeah, mate. So he's been away for. Sorry, sorry, his mic, he's lost his mic technique, hasn't he? Yeah. He's been that's away what, so that's long. That's why been away so long, yeah. But did you see that meme that I posted, which was a picture of like a guy looking really great and smart and brand new and oh, then yes. him being beaten up and <laughs> yeah. it's like and it's like yeah open my comedian after a showcase open my comedian after a week on the <laughs> yeah, absolutely and it is exactly 
how it is. But I think when you've done them before, you get that exactly. If you if you've done it, you've done a course, and then you've done a, you've done a showcase, and then you've done open mic. You know, I think I said to you on the day, it's not going to be this good for years. Yeah, wait. Did it, you tell yeah. them that? <laughs> I did. I did tell them that. Yeah, yeah. you should. Well, no, they yeah. should know. They should know. Because yeah. it's like you have got to go sit in a pub mm. where seven people will be listening to you do five minutes mm. on a rainy Tuesday. No one will give a fuck. No one will even laugh. No. You um, can no. never do demotivate people early enough. I think that's the. It's bang on. Yeah. It's bang on. Well, that thing you sent earlier on in the year about the Australian comic who says you just got to give up all hope. Yeah, David Boyle. Yeah, when yeah. he when he when he said he was yeah. talking about a comedian he's met, and he goes, "This guy is a real comedian. He has lost all hope. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. His dreams have been crushed, and now he's just doing it. He doesn't know why, and and he's just in you know absolutely in a sewer of shit the whole time. And it's like you have to almost plunge into that, yeah. swim around in it for ages, yeah. and then pull yourself out. Yeah. You have to do that that hero's journey. It, yeah, absolutely. Let's not. I mean. Not bigging ourselves up. <laughs> the hero's, hero's journey. The hero's journey. Yeah. But no, but everyone's no, got to go. Everyone's got to go yeah. through it. Everyone's oh, got to go through it. Absolutely. And that was the, that's the thing I've found because I, you know, it's my age because I'm 61 now. And you, even you did it in my late 50s. You know, when I was that fresh-faced 58 year old, <laughs> pre-COVID, naive, full of hope. Naive. Yeah, the open mic comedy yeah. world at my feet. And it was, you know, but now you come back, you think you know what you're in for. And yeah. it's like fuck it, really. Well, I no. got I've been I've been spoiled because I got a few proper gigs from Josh. Mm. I went and did Comedy Cow, which is a proper ticketed show. Mm. That is, a, and it's a full room and all that. And and I was doing, and I've been doing tens and stuff. Mm. And and that the last few weeks, I've just been doing five minute sets to next to nobody. Are uh, in die and, and I'm just like oh no wait this is this is it this is this is real yeah comedy and yeah. I don't think I'm any better than that but it's like you have moments where you think mm. to yourself you forget that's yeah. the foundation and base level of of comedy yeah, yeah no it, it is it was the other thing I've found since coming back because we were talking about earlier on about how the audiences seem to have changed didn't we how it feels posher and posher, nicer y- younger and, and anything, younger yeah. the the other thing I've, I've found doing it. It's the couple of nights I've done seem really organised and really nice. Yeah, I'd there's say a, not not all of them, but there's a couple I think went. Oh, this is really good. <laughs> nice people putting it on, and there's like you know, be nice to the performers and all this. There's lots this of is, be nice to the performers. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't want to be. I'm not an old hand at this, but when we started in mm. 2018, 18, mm. there wasn't the be nice to the performers no. thing. That, that wasn't yeah. said. Now it's explicitly said. That's how much society's moved on about this whole be nice, don't be offensive. Mm. And mm. a lot of nights now have but it's like when you apply. going up there to... They're choosing to... Put themselves in the firing line, yeah. Yeah, to, yeah. to be at the mercy of your opinions. It's not like, well, everyone would fucking do it if you just had to stand up and be like, you're going to stand there and everyone's going to like you. Well, where's the danger in that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It, needs, it needs an edge, doesn't it? Have you said that when it goes well? Think, why aren't they all fucking like yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. but, yeah, but that's it. You yeah. need the threat of defeat to yeah. make your victory no, sweet. Absolutely. What's yeah. the phrase? It's something like a uh, victory without risk is no victory at all, or something like that. Yeah, it, it sort of makes Even though sense, that's not a phrase, it's a good one that you've yeah. just said there. Yeah, no, it's yeah. I've fucked it up, but it's it's something along those lines. You get mm. the sentiment. You get the premise. 
I do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Strong premise. It's just not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the joke? Yeah. So, so this is the thing I've got. I've got a bit about um, David Attenborough. Right. The premise of the prim- basically the entire premise of this bit is. I hate David Attenborough. <laughs> right, yeah. And, and yeah. so I've got a thing about wanting to... Go on with something that everyone can identify with. Well, this is the <laughs> but this is the point. So I, I want to go, do you know who I hate? David Attenborough. Well, no, do you know who I hate? Our national treasure, David Attenborough. I, I think I, I, he's a... I don't like him. Let me, <laughs> but let me explain why. He... One talks about how there's too many people on the planet, right? Mm. And it's like, you're 180, mate. You're, like, you're not the problem, are you? You've outstayed your welcome. But the, the thing, but the second thing is, he is, claims to be an environmentalist. Mm. But he's, think about the size of his carbon footprint. He's jet-setted around the world for 70 fucking years. And I've got this other thing of like, you know, he's the only one jet-setting into... Uh, Antarctica to get a four by four and drive up to a flock of penguins and it's like it's like and he and of course he doesn't do it anymore he just does voiceovers but but he is he did do that for many years mm. and then he's like you know I'm an environmentalist and there's too many people on the planet and it's like yeah but it's not you're never the problem are you so I've got this whole thing about digging him out and I can't work out whether it's funny or whether it's just me ranting. <laughs> Because the entire premise of why it's funny is just digging out. David yeah, Attenborough. I mean, there's the shock aspect of people don't expect anyone to have that opinion about David Attenborough. Mm. It is only funny if you persuade people that you're right, because then they'll laugh along. Because there's oh, a surprise. I think I've got a silly point. No, no, that's no, 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 no. I'm saying if they are like, oh shit, I, this is funny because I never really thought about it. Mm. That's funny. Yeah. If they disagree with you, they're like, no, this guy's just ranting. I think that's where the line is. I'm I'm going to try it. So, but I tried a whole mm. thing about how I've done it. To, you saw me do it once, and I did it at the Comedy Cow, which is like a proper show. The whole thing of we didn't kill Bin Laden. No, I you, agree. You, I, you saw me do that. Uh, I don't remember it. Great. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you'd like to do it again. Yeah. It's, 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 all about, it's all about it's all about basically how America claimed they got him, and then they lobbed his body in the sea, and then. They were like, "Hey, we've got Bin Laden." They're like, "Great, if, you know, can we see him?" No, he, you know, his body. <laughs> well, what did he do? Chucked his body in the sea. Have you got any photos? No. Nope. And it's like, well, I got, and I was saying it, it's about how it's like the dog ate my homework, but on an yeah. international level. <laughs> and and, and it, that's the that's the premise. Bin Laden is definitely dead, Phil. And I and we probably did get him. It's just a joke. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just to explain. Just to explain. I try and tell jokes. Um, <laughs> no, I just wanted to be clear here because you know, otherwise you would be like, I'm still Bin Laden. I'm not dead. Bin Laden's dead because he's well, he's old and I think he was I think he was ill years ago, wasn't he? Before even before nine eleven. So we like him with Bin Laden. He did a tough life. Yeah. Did he? I didn't know he was poor. Well, I don't know. He was bloody. I didn't realise he was poorly before he was on the run. <laughs> I think he was. But the thing is, they he said spent it, ten years fighting in Afghanistan. That's probably not the easiest thing. <laughs> but but and they then on the run for another fifteen. <laughs> this is one of the things I say in the joke. They they are all like, oh yeah, he's hanging out in the Ourobora caves or whatever mm, they're called. Ourobora. That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they found they found him in a fucking townhouse with like Wi-Fi and shit. It's like <laughs> it's like that. How did you not know where he was? Like he's probably getting post delivered to his house. And, and then I was saying about, you know, obviously they break in, they shoot him in the face, and then they chuck him in the sea, and then they're like, yeah, we got him, but we haven't got any photos, we haven't got any evidence. And I'm just like, what? So that was the joke. And there has to be evidence. I mean, they may not be releasing it, but they have to have taken a photo. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Selfie with the body, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then the next bit I've got is about Princess Diana dying in that car crash and how she was assassinated, because there was that other car involved, that white Fiat mm. Uno, never found it. 
And I'm like, how can you be involved in the biggest crash in the history of mankind mm. and basically be like, you know, not, not, <laughs> but I, I suppose actually you wouldn't mention it, would you? <laughs> if you'd accidentally off. <laughs> Did, didn't you should drive a white Fiat? No. No, 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 I am no, not no. guilty, Princess Diana. I dare you say these things. Yeah, now actually, this is starting to make sense. If someone else was involved, if I got involved in that, I'd be like, I ain't coming forward. No. <laughs> yeah, um, but the point of that joke was I then go on to say, you know, there's a, then there's the, a, a funeral which is broadcast worldwide. Elton John uses it to relaunch his pop career, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, Elton John was Elton John was driving the Fiat Uno. That's the that's the that's the <laughs> way to do it. Yeah, yeah but, and he did it. He, he yeah, but where your theory all falls down is Elton John wouldn't be seen dead driving a Fiat Uno. It's like if it was like some sort of like you know pink Cadillac from 1958. Sure, blame Elton John. Uh, slightly homophobic. A gay, <laughs> gay, no. gay men only drive pink Cadillac. No, no, not gay men. Elton John, who is a very specific type of gay man. He is. He loves his flowers. And his husband, David Furnish. Yes, David Furnish me with the details. Right. <laughs> Did you see Elton John during lockdown? Oh, really? what with the pub singer? Yeah. Thing. <laughs> Oh, it was when they did that. They did a sort of concert, didn't they? And like, I, I think Jagger did something in all the stuff. They just did like a from, little, from the houses, yeah, from their house, from oh, home. Okay, yeah. right, yeah, all right. He played "I'm Still Standing," yeah, and it was like Vic Reeves doing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was like <laughs> and, and it's everyone was like fucking <laughs> hell. hell. Well, I always thought. Um, BBC Perfect Day thing that they did in the mid nineties, you know, the, yeah, all the music different. Right, yeah. yeah, so everyone like does singing their bit. Oh, and John comes in and his bit was like, "Nina, I'm over too." And it was like, "This is a, this isn't the same as everything else." Yeah, so that's one take Tony. That is, isn't it? Yeah. He probably went in, just did it, and then he was, yeah. like, had a fit or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. They said because like, he didn't. He's had a, a residency in Las Vegas for years, isn't he? Was in a pub in like he had a pub, <laughs> piano in the corner or something. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what it is. Yeah. You think he should take the MGM? you doing the quiz? <laughs> and only old Joanna. It's Reg <laughs> yeah, from Pinner. Yeah. Uh, I, I like Elton John. I just want to say that. I don't. I do. I don't because when when he um, released Candle in the Wind '97, mm. he. Release it as a double A side with another song. <laughs> uh, the Way You Look Tonight, I think it was called. And then when he got the gold disc for it, it, it said it was the gold disc and it said, The Way You Look Tonight and Candle in the Wind. I was like, Quite on a minute. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a. Yeah, a, a exactly. A, what right, kind it, of audacious yeah. fuck does yeah, that? I know. Sorry, I quite enjoy the music of Elton John. I'm not vouching for him as a person. Oh, I enjoy his music, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the early stuff. Yeah. The early stuff. Yeah. I'm Still Standing. Yeah. Little Dancer. Massive I guess that's why they call it the greens. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can't you feel the heat this evening? <laughs> uh, yeah, Little dancer. That is absolutely amazing. Cry <laughs> for me now. Little dancer. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Purple Brick Road. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Purple Brick Road. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I, I know. I, I just get the impression he's a cunt. I just get the impression he's an absolute diva bastard. Yeah, due to the way he's acted for 50 years. That's probably fair. What, was it? Was, um, I was what John Mulaney. I was watching a John Mulaney, uh, you know, the SNL writer and uh, presenter for uh, Saturday Night Live. 
and special. No, no, it's not jo- no, I know you're talking about, but that's not right. Isn't John Mulaney like a British stand-up guy from the 90s? No, no, this is jo- John Definitely. It's John Maloney, S- S- I don't know. Yeah, John Maloney was, but there's um, John Mulaney. He's What's the he writer. Been on? Is he a- it's a Saturday Night Live he's known for, and he does oh, specials. And he was doing this thing back when, because they're being with SNL for all those years. And he said, you know, you get people come in, some are lovies and some are cunts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, I bet. And bet. he said, but he says about Jagger. He said, I've never seen it before. It'll just say, Diet Coke. And like, suddenly there's a Diet Coke in his hand. Doesn't mm. even look, doesn't just says Diet Coke. And suddenly there's a Diet Coke in his hand. And it will just say, I so said, I had to pitch stuff to him for a sketch. And he just like, so it's Jagger there. And he just goes, like, okay, what you got? And he's just like, um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's Jagger impression. Mannerisms are really funny. Like Jagger's here. If I said, I'd say something, go, not funny, <laughs> not funny, funny. Like, he says something, he says it, and that's what it is. Oh, wow. And I imagine, but he says, if you've been given everything you want for 50, 60 years, yeah. That's your expectation. That's where it, you that's turn, where you, you are. You turn into an arsehole yeah. by yeah. accident. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know someone who was at a party with him and they said that in France for some reason. They said that he came in the room and it was like he was Jesus. Everyone just kind of parted the way and was all like, oh my God, it's Jagger, it's Jagger, it's Jagger. You know, everyone was just absolutely amazing. It must be weird yeah. walking around in that bubble. Yeah, and also knowing that people are looking at you all the time as well. I think that would be Well, this difficult. is why I think Tom Cruise is right when he said, when he, when you're- Don't on... look me in the motherfucking eye. Yeah, when he, <laughs> when, when he, when he said, uh, yeah, on set, don't look me in the eye. Because- you think about it, every extra, every sound guy, mm. everyone is just going to be staring at him. So wherever mm. he looks, people are just looking at him. Yeah. So yeah. basically, he's just well, like... I don't think he's right with that. It's no. like, you just have to be... I mean, that's weird or saying it. Yeah. I think you just got to get on with... I think you just got to get on with it, haven't you? Yeah. I like Tom Cruise, though. I know he's a nutter, but I like him. I've got nothing against... I just when I hear that sort of stuff, and I know I know people who were working on, on, on a film with him, and that is... You know, I think... Did we say it the last time? Uh, last time we did about the helicopter thing. When he lands landed the helicopter, so just off the set sort of thing, right? And his big fucking black helicopter lands. Tom Cruise jumps out of it and walks onto set. Go, don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? He just landed in a black helicopter <laughs> <laughs> with no party lights. What are you looking at? <laughs> I'm just arriving what? to work like everyone else. <laughs> I'm just the ordinary guy commuting to work. Just because yeah. I got a helipad reserved for T Cruise. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true, by the way. So I don't know this stuff of. Uh, yeah. did, did I tell you that I did uh, a film with Hugh Jackman last year? No. Just an extra. But the. No, he's better than that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We went into... He's filming something where he's a lawyer, so it was in a London office. So we're standing outside, and we we knew there was a scene going on, and we had to just keep walking past the office with different stuff, um, you know, like a briefcase or whatever, to look lawyery. And then when the scene was done, Hugh Jackman comes out of the office, and some people were like, oh, it's Hugh. And all I was thinking is... Act fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, you're on yeah. fucking set yeah, at work. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's professionalism. Yeah. And, and the guy was like, and I know we're only extras, but mm. I was like, what do you expect? It's, this is a film set. Yeah. Somebody famous is going to be yeah. here. Yeah. Also, you know yeah. who's there. Like when you didn't go into work this morning. And no, you know no, they don't, they don't tell you. Oh, okay. So when he came out of the room, it was a shock. Oh, in that case, well, they should tell you to get, to get used to it. should be like, right, guys, 
In 15 minutes, Hugh Jackman's going to come out. Just want you to get sorted about it and then give him yeah, a chance. Yeah, I think they don't tell you because it's a need-to-know basis. They don't, they want to, don't want to tell anything about the film yeah. or anywhere anyone is. In, and you, so you go and then they, you don't even know until 10 minutes before what you're going to do. But why? Yeah, it's everything. I get If I get sent sides, you get sent sides for sort of, you're going to cut an audition for something. So you've got to learn it and all the rest of it. If it's things like EastEnders... You can't... They've only just started sending them. You had to turn up because they think you might give away the plot. Yeah, that's it. It's it. So you'll give away the plot of something. No, yeah, I get that. Like, the, the plot of it. But, like, it's no secret that this film is going to star Hugh Jackman, right? Yeah, Everyone knows that also, already. They also don't want to give away the location of the, location, the film set. Yeah, they, don't yeah. want to, they don't want people oh, so to say, oh, people Hugh, Jack, Hugh Jackman's in town. Paps yeah. down and all that. Yeah, and, exactly, and have people... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So Okay, I get it. But still, it would make it less people fawning over it if they were prepared mentally for the fact it was Hugh Jackman because you know you might be like you know maybe you've done three of these before and I don't know it's Les Dennis if Hugh Jackman turns up you get excited <laughs> Les Dennis <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose but it was funny we were in a, we were all in a lift with him as well and what was amusing was the doors were meant to just close on the lift mm. and everyone had to pretend to be looking at their phone and he's just looking into the middle distance right poignant moment mm. where he's focused on his life and everyone else is just like busy whatever so the door's closed. So there's film outside. There is a cameraman, one cameraman on the floor. And then the lift goes down. And we, we all know it's not meant to go down. But obviously, Hugh Jackman's in the lift with us. Mm. No one wants to break character at all. So for about, probably about one minute, which is a long time, with the lift just going down, and then sitting at the bottom for a while, and then someone obviously bringing it to go back up. We were all just on our phones. <laughs> and then the door opens, and the director is this French guy, he's like, oh, the lift was not meant to go down. I don't know. And it was like, oh, for fuck's sake. But then they called us back. I was the last person to come back, because I was already in the car, like halfway down the, the road. And when I get back, the lift opens up right onto the film set. And so they were in the middle of a scene <laughs> and the lift opened up and I was just filming the glass elevator, like the gla- I was filming outside the lift and I just came up and just stepped straight onto a live set <laughs> and everyone just stopped and looked at me and I went, I'm sorry, I was told to come back. And to be fair to Hugh Jackman, he went, yeah, just over there. That's it. Like, can you, can you move and I went, yeah, sorry. But, um, but, with, but with him, what made me think was I had to stand on the stairs for one scene and then when they said action, I had to walk down and talk to a receptionist. And Hugh Jackman came down the stairs beside me and then he was standing at, on, the, on the set. And I, I don't know why, but I remember him looking up at me and I could see he was looking at me and I just didn't make any eye contact at all. I just, I just stood there like ready to act because I, I was just terrified that if I looked at him, he'd be like, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> But it's uh, people are you know if he's looking at you it, it must be weird not only people looking at you but people not looking at you because if I don't know someone I can look at them a bit and maybe they'll look back at me whatever it's like human interaction you miss that yeah yeah I suppose I've only did I only did three roles but every time I was on a film set I was like don't look at the, don't look at any of the actors mm. and just do exactly what you're told I just did not want to get digged out at all. Um, it must be so embarrassing to get chucked off a film set. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it would be embarrassing. I think I've, I've seen people chucked off of film sets, but they're usually taken to the side and, and you know, yeah. Well, yes, I think, <laughs> no, I mean, but that's it. I don't want someone to go, hey, yeah, thanks yeah. for everything you've done Maybe, at the moment, but, but I don't think we need you. you yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. You've overstepped the mark today. Yeah. <laughs> you've, really embar- you've really let yourself down. <laughs> you glanced at Tom, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, you know? well, exactly. Yeah. I'm exactly with, uh, with you there. As, 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 as excited as you might be, It'd be so uncool to stare at someone, wouldn't it? Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yet, and I, 
I think I've, I said this at the last time when I did the thing with um, I was with Sean Connery and Harrison Ford, the old uh, what's it called thing. Uh, oh yeah, you did yeah, uh, the, the Last yeah, Crusade. Yeah, but you and so <laughs> yeah, the old uh, yeah, I was in whatever. No, no, the, no, I, I, really, I really couldn't remember the name. I never can. But it, but the point is, is just that you'll sort of go oh well, and then you've seen them. Yeah, then have you, you seen them? Then you've done yeah, it, and then, then, then you if you if you start staring after that, that is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Once you've seen someone, and you know, you say, oh, yeah, I've never understood people who go up to celebrities and go, no. "Can I have a selfie?" Yeah. So uh, I just uh, leave them alone. Like well, I used to work in Mayfair, and uh, Bill Nye used to walk around a lot, mm. and I I saw him at lunch and things. <laughs> I saw him like, let's say on the Monday or the Tuesday or whatever, and then on Friday, my mate Luke who is much more of like a wide boy. He comes in, he goes, here, here lads, guess who I've just seen? And he's got <laughs> selfies with Bill, Bill Nye, like on the street. And I'm like, well, he lives around here, just fucking leave him alone. Leave <laughs> him alone, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you're on TV, can I have a selfie? No, <laughs> fuck off. No, you can see how people would. But it, I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. So I, my best example of this is I was at like a corporate dinner thing in a fancy restaurant, and at the table next to us was Patrick Stewart. Right, and he was literally sitting next to me because I was at the end of my table. He was he at the end of his table. Everything. He, I mean, he saw everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was like, okay, that's great, Patrick Stewart. I'm actually quite excited with this. Yeah. But at no point did I think I'm going to talk to him or ask for an autograph or ask for a selfie or anything because it's like yeah. he's out having dinner. And then after we were finished, some of the people at my table did, and oh I was like, I was God, like, just leave him. And he was alone. actually quite good about it. But yeah. it was just like he's out for dinner. Leave Weirdly, with Tiffany Dell. From old school oh, Top really? Gear. Oh wow! Uh, there's the Tiffany Dell. Yeah. Why they would be having? Uh, she was a designated driver. Yeah. You know why they'd be <laughs> Why they'd be having dinner together? I don't know. That was the thing I was most surprised about. That is well, well done for recognising Tiff. Tiff. Yeah. Yeah. What, what a combination. Tiff, Tiff Needle. Tiff Needle. Nadell. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need all that. Tiff Needle, my favourite. <laughs> yes, get out of the way, please. That's what you should have done. Patrick, could you take a picture of me, Tiff Needle? Yeah, that's what, that is what you should have done. It. Um, I guess maybe they're friends or something. Uh, uh, well, they're having dinner, probably. Yeah, well, there's <laughs> they're a, not looking for a project to work together on. <laughs> well, you never know. Maybe they're lovers. Maybe you've just outed <laughs> Tiff Needle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is Patrick Stewart gay? I think he is, isn't he? I don't know. I don't think so. Have you just dated Patrick Stewart? <laughs> I, I've always thought he was gay. Same as... Um, You're thinking of McKellen. Guilty by association, <laughs> isn't it? Like Maybe I'm thinking of Ian McKellen. <laughs> I'm sure Patrick... He seems very gay. I've never really thought. <laughs> Whatever that might mean. I think I'm, he's just posh. I'm assuming did, this did will be edited out. Yeah. Bit, did you it? see him driving a 50s pink Cadillac at some point? No, I, I'm not being homophobic there. I just thought he was gay. I've never really thought about it. Thing is, if you Google any male um, celebrity yeah. is gay, yeah. the answer is always yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, true, yeah. well, it's like the, when I when I told somebody I was uh, doing that Hugh Jackman film, uh, they they said, "Oh, did you get any gay vibes off of him?" <laughs> oh right, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Isn't isn't he? Isn't that meant to be? Yeah, he's one of the people. Who's meant to be. Same as Tom Cruise. He's but meant to be. You can't do a musical, can you? Yeah. Unless you know, if you if you've ever done a musical, which he has, I think he started off in musicals. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Then you're always. Oh, you know, yeah, that's that's it. always. Well, it. I, I love those um, clickbait things you get. It's like 19 celebrities who are gay. Number six will shock you. And then the picture is just Clint Eastwood. And it's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> none of these are going to be Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's Clint Eastwood gay. No, I do not believe Clint Eastwood is gay. He's the aware. most ungay man ever. <laughs> that, was a, that was another with uh, Clint Eastwood, which is one of those sort of things. And I thought, I'd heard it somewhere. And I thought, that can't be true. 
that he was Stan Laurel's love child. <laughs> <laughs> All the people, and I thought, have I made that? Up? Is that something I've just dreamt? And so, and then I looked it up, and it, apparently it was a thing. He isn't. A, a, no, yeah. no, but it's one of those sort of things. You wouldn't it be fantastic if he was Stan Laurel's, you know, illegitimate son? Well, there was. Who was it? It was Paula Yates. She found out her dad yeah. was actually somebody famous. That's right. It was Huey Green. Huey Green. Right. That's but right. We were talking because we've been on this cycling holiday in Germany. Right. For five days, and we were actually talking about. You're that. not going in a. You're not going to hold it in Bali afterwards. Are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I was, well, anyway, my mates. It's the first time in three years been on a bike, but he decided to go cycling around the foothills of the Alps. How did? How did oh, you? How did your legs? Fucking hell! I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you. I was. So, I said, No, I'm not having an e-bike. I'm, I'm going to go. I'll be all right. I'll be fine. The second last day. Basically up and down hills all the time in the pissing rain. Oh. And I said, what the fuck? Could have been Spain on the beach. I was, absolutely. Yeah. I said, at the end of it, I said, this isn't fun. That's not fun when you're just going up hills. Are you, are, are you all early 60s? Yeah, yeah. Well, well uh, one of it, Ian, my old business partner, he's not. He's in his late, he's 47, something like that. But all of us, what, his dad went along, he's 71. Fucking hell. He's really fit, ridiculous. Oh, oh, he's one of those you, fit. I was going to say, you can't give up then. No, exactly, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, have you seen, um, who's the Scottish cyclist, uh, Chris, Hoy? Chris Hoy? Oh, yeah. Have yeah. you seen his dad? No. Fucking <laughs> hell. His dad is more, whatever's above morbidly obese is that really his dad is hyper morbidly obese yeah he's like oh damn it the funny line there was Scottish bollocks Scott. <laughs> oh yeah, is that is great. Yeah. <laughs> Got to take your first answer up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I put morbidly obese. I was too being correct. Yeah, but you do. You either get people who are old and they just let themselves go. Yeah, or they get more obsessed with exercise. Yeah. Oh, he's in, he's ridiculous. He does free boot camps a week. In between, he's running, cycling, and all the rest of it. And I mean, it, it phenomenally. You know, just wow. looks really fit. Well, I love exercise. I've always loved exercise. Yeah, I'm, yeah. All, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all right with it. Some people just hate. Look, I've got so many mates who just don't do any exercise at all. Yeah. Like nothing. I think you're probably in that at the moment, aren't you? Or have you been running again? Yeah, I've been running again. Okay, cool. Just because I look fat. Yeah, you don't look fat. <laughs> um, um, but and I and I sometimes I say to them, you know, are you not worried about not doing any exercise? And they're like, well, I walk. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's called being alive. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's yeah. like the bare minimum, isn't yeah. it? I just don't want to be like, you know, having to just creep around. Oh, that freaks me They're out. Absolutely, you know, want to, as long as you can. You, well, you're in great shape. Well, I go to the gym. I yeah, but, you're, but also your posture's good as well. Do you yeah, know what I mean? You haven't got any yeah. of that, yeah. uh, you know. I mean, no. you're not that you're that old, but you, you don't want to get to an age where you're suddenly you're stupid oh, and shuffling. No. Why Fuck do old people stoop? What's that about? Why? Gravity, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seriously is. I mean, yeah. it's gravity. Just you, like, you have yeah. to, you have to yeah. check yourself all the time. As you age, you start losing muscle percentage mm. year by year. Yeah. And you can stop that by resistance training. Mm. And I and I read something about this, actually. And they said, the I think I, I always say I read that. I heard it on a podcast. I don't fucking read. <laughs> um, but there was a guy who was saying, um, when you get older, lots of old people run but it's actually better to resistance train because you can get your fitness, your cardiovascular fitness up quite easily. Yeah. But once you lose that muscle through age, it's really difficult yeah. to get it back. So he said resistance training is the yeah. path you want to take as you get older. You naturally build muscle up until 
I think it's 30 around oh, those years. You naturally build and then, you know, you lose it, start losing it slow. But yeah, as yeah. you get older, you really, you should, as you say, do resistance and, training. And testosterone, you lose 1% a year. And that's 1% on the 99% you had. Do you know what I mean? And then it, I know, fucking freaks me out. I definitely feel the difference from when I was like 30. Oh, yeah. Difference in what? I am less aggressive and I'm not talking about aggressive as in punching people in the face. I'm just, I just approach everything less aggressively, less like, come on. Mm. I've got less, there's less kind of like a room. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. to 60 is, le- is yeah. less, isn't it? Where you're ready to. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, everything takes a tiny bit more time to rev mm. up and tiny mm. bit more time to Like I used to be able to, I, I, I don't want to, I'll fucking say it. Boners, for example, when you're 17, you get a bone, you, like you just get a bone with your fucking eyes. You go, I'll get a bone like that. On the top of a bus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've got that. Always happened. That always happened. You just get on a bus, it starts moving, you get a bone. Uh, and, and now, I mean, it's fine. Sex is normal and everything, but it's, and I had a joke about this that I said on stage a few times. It's like getting into an ice bath. You've got to G yourself up a bit mentally. You've got to be like, right, now we're doing this. It doesn't just, you, you don't have that. I remember being like my brain exploding just seeing a fit girl on the street, mm. just be like driving me mad. I just could yeah. not take it, and that's less. But it, it drives me mad less. In fact, it's more as an aesthetic appreciation. It is. No, it is. No, it is. And uh, what I would actually say is, I think I'm probably in a nice spot at the moment where my sex drive doesn't rule every single thought I have. I don't want to win arguments so much. And now when, when I, what, like I see kids and they're all like, ah, blah, 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 blah. Mm. I'm just like, ah, they're, you know, they're, they're young. Don't worry about it. I'm probably in a good place mixed between the two. But I suppose as you get older, if you don't, if, especially if you're not careful, you, everything starts falling yeah. off a cliff. Well, I have to leave a post-it note if I want an erection. Again, and you're in good shape and all of that. And, 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 and one of the studies said, actually that testosterone doesn't naturally decrease like we thought it did. It actually naturally decreases mostly because of lifestyle changes. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Well, my, my mate Martin, who's I mean, he's just ridiculously, I don't want him to hear this, but he's ridiculous. <laughs> he's, he's my oldest friend. Like me and Russ and Mark, we were in a band when yeah. we were kids. We went. To, we were in the same yeah. class oh, at I was school. In a band. And all this sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Andy used to be in bands. He never brings up. <laughs> <No, yeah. laughs> but we was and um, he's if you're going to have anything, have good genes. And his dad's exactly the same. His dad's in his eighties and he just looks fantastic. But Mark's sixty-two. Yeah, are just ridiculous. He's the hardest workman I've ever known. He did six days a week. He sold his business last year, getting up at five o'clock every day and all Hardy, the rest of it. Yeah. But he went on the keto diet, done the proper keto fasting, 17-hour fasting. Good stuff. And he's and he lost about, he says he lost 22 stone, probably a little, uh, 22 stone, 22. Uh, it's Chris 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 Get it first. And he's, um, yeah, but he's, he lost 22 pounds and he's kept it off and he's just like, and he, he's keeping everything. He's a bit of an obsessive. He's taken over from his yeah. work. Yeah. Um, but doing that, but he has, he does it, he keeps right to it the same, but looks, I mean, just ridiculously good. Yeah. At 62. Basically, the best things you can do for aging wise is exercise, no sugar, get good sleep, fast. That's a that's yeah, a really big one, right, and yeah. hot and cold therapy. Yes, so, that's right. Yeah, uh, ice baths and uh, saunas. That's fucking hot ice baths. Andrew did the Wim Hof thing. Don't, don't like cold. <laughs> I really don't like cold water. Yeah. But saunas apparently 
are incredible for um, mortality. Really? So like, 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 like all cause... Steam or, steam or sauna? E- e- oh, either. Yeah. Just heat, heat, heat exposure. Because yeah. you cr- you get heat shock proteins, which do oh, loads yeah. of stuff, low inflammation, things like that. That's what, But that's what fasting does, low inflammation, yeah, yeah. repair your body, autophagy. Yeah. How did we get from Clint Eastwood being gay to this? <laughs> um, saunas. Saunas are pretty saunas, gay. Yeah, saunas, yeah. Bathhouses, yeah. you know. My mate went to uh, a sauna in a, I think it was Luxembourg, he went in there. You all go in, it's like a group of you, and you go in and you're all naked. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I couldn't just walk around. And he's got and he's got a big dick, so he went, well, I've got no problems with, 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 with showing off my dick. And I'm like, I don't think that's the point. I think that's not the point, no. Being in a room yeah. with like 20 other naked men. When I was younger, we, we, we used to go to this place. My cousin lived out in Hertfordshire, in sort of Chesham. Yeah. And he said to me, I said, I found this little gym and sauna place. And it was in this tiny little village, just that going towards sort of Hoddesdon way. And it was, uh, we went in there, and it's like a little shitty gym and all that, but I had a sauna and uh, the plunge pool, freezing cold plunge pool, and had a little area. Yeah. What we didn't realise, he was only about 19, it was a swingers thing. Right. <laughs> it but sounded not, it, yeah. It not all, but we, we didn't even know that sort of stuff was going on then. We just we found out we just always liked saunas and, and yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. So we did that. But it was like, but the thing was, you had to be naked. Yeah. I'm not talking like full, over 40 years ago. It's a sort of weird turn. But he was like... We're well, only okay. in the sauna, right? Not in the gym bit. No, not, not in the gym lifting bit. But, in the were, but in the sauna, yeah, you had to be naked. And there were women in there. And like, mama, he didn't tell me. He per- on purposely didn't tell me. And as you're saying about at that age, yeah, I'm 19, 18, you 19. Naked woman. You see a naked woman. Yeah. I walked and he didn't tell me. Cause, and, you know, and I just sort of, I saw a naked woman. And I had to just look at the floor. Yeah, cool. I just looked, and then there was a plunge pool outside, which is always handy if you want to get rid of a <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Nice cold water. Yeah. Right. It's like when you go, if you go to France, if you get a swimming pool in France, you yeah. have to wear trunks yeah. or speedos, yeah. don't they? Or if you haven't got trunks, as opposed to what? Uh, swimming shorts can't wear swimming shorts. Oh right, okay, right. Yeah, but I know, okay, I know right, France yeah. has some naked pools because yeah. my mate Ed, his wife. Parents are um, nudists. N- nudists, yeah. Ed might listen to this podcast. So Ed, we're talking uh, about your in-laws, <laughs> yeah. um, and he doesn't get naked, but they're naked. Yeah. So Ed, when, they, Ed, when, when they come and visit you, do you have to like put stuff down on the chairs or what? Right in, tell us. Um, <laughs> no, we did. We did talk about this. He did talk talk about it. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. It's, I suppose it's good in a way, but I mean, it's weird. Yeah. Staring at your mother-in-law's fanny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, especially if she doesn't want you to see it. You couldn't, you <laughs> yeah. but you couldn't help but look, could you? you no, couldn't. That's right. No, you can't. I'm, we used to stay at um, Lucy's uh, aunt and uncle's over in that beautiful house. We used to stay in Cyprus, but they'd get up early, and because we they lived in the, the big house, and then we would stay over in a sort of place called the cottage over the other side of the swimming pool. But they get nice. up early and have a, a naked swim. And right. if you sort of in the morning, you'd sort of, uh, it'd be like, just, hi. Right. Yeah. Not to get, you know, hello, just make sure you don't look. Yeah, you know, when you've got visitors over, maybe just make a not naked swim that morning. I know, I know. I think it's, I think when, you, when you're when you into that, 
you're, in, that just, you're into just, it. It's like, you know, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you know, but you can't expect people not to feel uncomfortable. Tom Cruise can be like, God damn, don't look me in the eye. Yeah. You can be like, God damn, don't yeah. look me in the cock. I suppose yeah. if you're staying There's at someone's eye. house, you, you make the rules. But it is, you know, especially if you're in your 70s. Yeah, no one wants to see a naked 70s. No, absolutely. Trying to make polite conversation while you're not staring at a knob. Yeah, it's always, it's always pretty difficult. I always find that with um, girls who have uh, stuff written on their t-shirts here, yeah. and you're you're looking, and then you're like, "But there's your tits," and then you're like, "This is you've uh, you know I, I I see a sign, I read it. I know, right? yeah, I know. <laughs> I've been taught this to do this. I see a sign, I read it. All right, <laughs> yeah. If you put right on your tits, I'm gonna read it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you're now married, Ian. I am. Yeah. How's yeah. how's married life? It, uh, it's the same as cohabiting, only you know you've got a big expensive party. <laughs> I know. I'm. I, I. I'm. I'm a big believer in marriage. It's great that you've done it. Yeah. yeah. I. Yeah. I also. I agree. No. I'm very happy I got married. Yeah. Hmm. So are you gonna have? Are you gonna have kids? That's a big question, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, I thought I'd ask you on a podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Well, you'd be crazy not to. Well, maybe I'm infertile. Maybe, yeah. You'd be crazy to be infertile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fine, if that's your choice, mate, then you, you do what you want, but yeah. Uh, well, in the sanatorium, the, the, the government, you know, like chemically castrated me because I'm crazy and therefore infertile. <laughs> but you are you going to Greece all the time now. You're not going to live out there, are you? Uh, certainly not in the short or medium term. I reckon you'll you'll retire there. Yeah. All right, you'll go there. It's harder Swim when you're naked they, they in your pool. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't really, really look after their elderly very well unless you count living with them. The social so they do look after them very well. Yeah, but you know, who wants Because we farm our old people out to them. Yeah, oh, yeah, like proper people, right? What I'm saying is, you got <laughs> oh, fuck off. They don't have a social safety net. They're Japan's like, proper. Oh, they set themselves alight, don't they? Is that what they do? do? They? There's, a, there's a whole thing in Japan of not wanting to be a burden on your family. So there's a big thing about old people committing suicide. But they set fire to themselves. <laughs> I think... How am I killing myself in the most horrible way? <laughs> that was offensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's, here's a joke I'm working on, which I can't get right. Mario... As in, from Nintendo, yeah. is Mario of the Mario Brothers? Mario, 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 <laughs> Mario. Is, is the is the most racist stereotype that exists. And you know who did that? The Japanese. Exactly. <laughs> it was invented by another race. Imagine if Mario was called like Mr. Okonowo or something, and then he's all like, "Oh, I need more rice." Do you see what I mean? It would be, it would be, it would be offensive, and he like shoots out sushi rolls and whatever. I don't know. And and but, and this is the joke I'm trying to work on because I'm like, I want to make the point that Mario is actually a really racist character because it wasn't invented by Caucasians. If it was invented by Japanese computer nerds. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And if it was the other way around, he would have been cancelled by now. <laughs> they would have swept him under the carpet with that thing of from Marmalade Jam or whatever. Was he? Yeah. The 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 uh, golly doll. Remember that? Oh right. Sorry. I, I just thought you were talking about sweeping like jam under a carpet. Oh, and yes, I got confused. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, that golly, was yeah. bit. They yeah. they were when when I grew up. That was just like oh, a little yeah. toy. My mum still yeah. has a picture in her house 
of her holding her grandmother's hand on a Gollywog balloon in another hand. You meant to call it a golly now. Yeah, oh, well, 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 that's what it was at the time. Racist. Well, this is Essex for you, right? There's a place called Walton on the Nays and it's past Clacton. I know it. You know Walton. In there, there's this pound shop and it was only about six six, seven years or so ago. And there was a basket of gollies outside, oh, still man. for sale. Outside. And I don't think I've seen that for 30 years. No. But Abbey no. Walton is like, don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. And at a pound a time as well. I went there and had fish and chips, yeah. yeah. Good old fish and chips. Yeah. Well, um, I worked in a toy shop in the 95 and 96, I think, 94, 95, 96 maybe. Anyway, I remember we had the men. Oh, yeah. And they, really? Yeah, they were they were already controversial, and it was like we don't know. And the man, I feel like big mid nineties. That in my head, that's already not acceptable. Yeah, but it was mm. was controversial. Mm. It was just part of the stock, and we were selling them. And the the manageress was dating an Indian guy, and so she was a little bit more astute about racial issues, and she took them off the floor. But that was still they were still kicking around then. You could still get the little badges and stuff, not that in the nineties. You forget what what yeah. things were like. You, when it is, and this is a a great measure of culture is when you look at films or stand up or anything like that in like that say the nineties. Mm. They say stuff where you're like, "Fuck!" Like yeah. like so, in Friends. I think epi- is it one of the very first episodes of Friends. Rachel's talking about being a spaz, right? <laughs> yeah, couldn't get away with that. And then the entire running joke of Friends is that Chandra's dad's a trans man. Mm. Right. Trans, yeah, trans yeah. woman, sorry. Yeah. He's a trans man. Sorry. Yes, you're doing Man Eater, aren't you, by Nelly Furtado. No. Man No, no, no. I was doing Scatman, John. Oh. He's a trans man. Squeebabababababab. Yeah, all right. By trans man, Jane. I don't know. Well, I watched Crocodile Dundee the other day. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about this as well for whatever reason. on ITV last Saturday. I was thinking, I bet you Crocodile Dundee's never on ITV too, like all the other films, but it is. Because it's got that, oh, you're a Sheila. It's, that's it. That, yeah. That's it. Uh, there is a... Oh, no, you're not a Sheila. You're sorry. not a Sheila, yeah. There's a, there's a trans woman in that. And he grabs her genitals. Yeah, there's some little bits of racing things. Like there's the black guy who he drives the limo. And the whole time he's saying, what tribe are you in to him? <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. I don't know whether that would... Yeah, well, but so I think much. the... I don't think they would do it now. But the premise of that joke mm. is it's on him for being not understanding... Of course. Not mm. an American. Of, of, of course. Yeah. Mm. But, but I don't think jokes are accepted that way anymore. No. Well, going to Australia, as I was saying earlier on. But I was something in me is thinking... Oh, I really want to do a st- if they do open mics. Oh, I yeah, really yeah, want to yeah. go and do an open mic there. But do you know what I mean? Then you, again, you're thinking, will it travel? Do you know what I mean? It just well, well, what you could do is do a whole bunch of stuff about being English. You know when yeah. you, you know when you watch a, a, a comedian come on stage and they are Australian or something yeah, like that, yeah. and their whole things about being Australian, yeah. and it's like, why don't I have something like that? Yeah, yeah. Why don't I have a USP? Whereas yeah. your USP when you go over there is your company. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Also, it gives you something to write for, wouldn't it? Well, it- I think now it's awful. Every time I think about going on holiday, I think, I wonder if I could do stand up here. <laughs> Like if, I went to, if I went to America now, I'd definitely get myself on an open mic bill. Yeah, yeah. And then just the whole thing would be about me being English. Yeah, yeah. And they'd love it because yeah. they love English comedians. Yeah. Is that right, do they, over there? Well, yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I've got zero. <laughs> I'm but, going to South Africa. I might not do it there. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'll tell you why I think that is because 
every person, every American that I've hung around with is like, you are so funny. And I'm like, I'm, no, not, but I'm, not, do, I'm not funny at all. Yeah, but mm. Americans do that instead of laughing. You make jokes around Americans and are like, oh, it's true. that yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You are so funny. No, just laugh. Can you yeah. have an emotional reaction well, to that, it? That's yeah. a Curb Your Enthusiasm. Larry David does that when his girl goes, oh, oh, well. Like this. Oh. And he goes, <laughs> just laugh. Yeah. Just fucking laugh. You know, yeah. don't say hello, well. It's that, isn't it? Uh, Larry David's great. Oh, I love I love Larry David. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Although I watched some Seinfeld. I've been watching some Seinfeld recently because it's on uh, I've been watching and rewatching them all. I, the earlier ones. Oh, so. Not that great. Not so I, wa- I wanted Maria to yeah. enjoy yeah. Seinfeld, right? As yeah, like, David doesn't like, like it. Like yeah. Seinfeld, so I was like, we're going to start here. And I started like maybe halfway through yeah. series three or something. It's like, yeah. no, let's start at the start. Let's start. And I was like, no, 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 we'll start here because I wanted her to get into it. And then went back so the first series I think is like f- just four episodes maybe six because obviously this was like your trial pretty, run pretty dog shit it? it's so bad yeah. I mean it's like there almost aren't jokes in it no, no, there, no there it's isn't. not I, it's I, like I you know that. when you watch yeah. like sitcoms from the 70s I don't know if you when I was a kid I think about like watching I don't know Terry and June or something on UK Gold right because <laughs> like to pass the time and it's like this was supposed to be a comedy I can't even yeah. tell that there are jokes no. And the first series of Seinfeld's like that. Second series gets it going, and then it becomes Seinfeld. But how it lasted? I've done my exactly God. that. I've just started, and Andrew's never watched it because it used to be on chat on on Channel Four. No, BBC so, Two. Oh, was it BBC? That's right. And it'd be Correct. all different Double times. Double Bill with Larry Sanders. Yeah, it'd be different times. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Larry Sanders was so good. He's funny. Oh, but it was, and it's exactly that. I started exactly there. Because it's not worth watching the first yeah. game. Well, and also, the stand-up that Seinfeld is doing yeah. at the beginning and at the end is so shit. Yeah. <laughs> this would not watch now. This is just would not uh, watch now. No. He's, he's literally like, hey, so you get onto a plane and they give you peanuts. And you're like, why have I got peanuts? And you're like, hey, maybe everything should have peanuts. Maybe if I get in a taxi, it should have peanuts. Hey, where's my peanuts? And then it's like, that's the joke. And you're like, this is fucking appalling. <laughs> you know that he was never allowed to play at the comedy store in, in L.A.? Mitzi, whatever oh, the woman yeah, who ran it, yeah, just said, just said to him, "No, you're not allowed to play." And he then went on to become possibly the world's biggest comedian. Yeah, I was good. So, well, so all right, like, before then, okay, so it was like you're not mm. good enough. Yeah, she's, oh, okay. She, she, I he, thought maybe he, it was a jealousy thing after he was successful. I don't know. No, it was. It was like you, you're, yeah, you're not, you're not. She was basically, like, you're never, yeah. you're never going to play it. She actually said that to him. You know, you're never going to play it. But how great to get really big and then be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can keep your fucking, yeah, exactly. Well, it. there's that Irish comedian um, with the Italian name, Vito. Um, he, he got nominated for Best Newcomer at Edinburgh this year. Oh, right. I can't remember his name. Anyway, he three years ago, he got banned from the Comedy Collective on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Three years ago. And now he's being nominated for, that just goes to show you that all of that gatekeeping yeah. shit. You know, because a lot of people get gigs and stuff from there. And so he's just like, I'll obviously just sort it out another way. And now he's... What was it about? What was the... I actually did my own digging and found out what it was about. And I can't remember because it was so unspectacular. But basically something happened and he made a a joke. I think it was an accusation somebody had made about somebody or there was a scan, like a controversy or something. And he just made an off-colour joke about it. Oh, really? And And they banned him, yeah. It wasn't like he was racist or sexist or anything like that. He, it was just yeah. like a joke. And they were obviously like, no, we're not allowed that. Well, this is what, the, I mean, this incognito thing I was saying, I was talking about that uh, thing about him. It's like a memorial, if you like, but about, you know, all these comics who work with him and, you know, you'd know. But it was just how, the, how that world was so different. They just said he would, he basically sort of 
talked himself out of work. He said, but there was enough. He was banned from so many places. Yeah. But he said, there's enough, because he was so good when it was working. There was enough places still to work at. But, you know, he did his best not to not to work. But there's always, there's always if you're good, there's always places to play, yeah. aren't there? You know? yeah. The thing they, they explained was saying that you want, he was always trying to get that, you know, that feeling one, two drink, drinks in when you're at your best. Oh, yeah, and you yeah, said yeah, yeah. he was always trying, but he said, I felt like I had one or two drinks and then it's gone by seven or eight, yeah. but it's bound to come back at 13 or 14. Yeah. Well, it just goes, doesn't it? After a certain amount, but an alcoholic with an alcoholic, that's it. But it also reminds me of that um, Mitchell and Webb sketch of everybody in the world who's done anything good has had slightly more than two drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's so true that yeah. you have two drinks and you are, you are fucking the best, on top it? of the world. Yeah, you're yeah. loose, you're yeah. chilled out, you're making jokes, you feel yeah. fucking great. And for some reason, your brain doesn't go, this is your peak. You just think, so if I have four, I'm going to feel yeah. double as yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't, I can't have a drink if, I go, if I'm going on. I can't do it. I know no, some I people really no, relax. I, can't. I, I can't. cannot do it. I, I'll buy a pint and I'll sometimes have like half a pint or something before I go on, but I can't. Yeah, I can't. I, maybe I should. Maybe I should try it. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what's missing. Just go on absolutely pissed. And then you find out the only, you're only good when you're hammered <laughs> and you just have to become a hardcore alcoholic. Anyone seen Jamie? But you... <laughs> well, just yeah. getting ready for a set, just pounding <laughs> shots. But anyway, so you've done a bit of comedy recently. You did a gig this week, didn't you? Yeah, I did one. Yeah, I did the... Um... Uh, North Down 2, I think it's called. But it was a competition night. So it was my first one back after. What, was it a clap-off? They were saying, oh, it's a, you had to put um, names in the boat. You know, at the end of each section, you had to put which one you liked out of 10. But no one was doing it. There's only a few, only a few friends. Yeah, yeah. I think no one could be, if, there, if anything where you've got to rate people, no one could be arsed they doing it. not be no. arsed. Everyone's like, can we just it? take the competition yeah. out of it? You know? I was yeah, with I've Russ. done a few competition nights. I hate I, them. I was with Russ and even he, Russ didn't even get up and score me. <laughs> it's my oldest mate and I was like who cares I just want to get up but the good thing about it it didn't have that competition feel there was a nice feel about it. the bloke behind the bar was really nice he was organising it the MC was really and I don't know his name but he was uh, he was from Manchester I think but he was really nice that sort of low key but not I saw a terrible one I was the other, the other week in the um, it's a place in High Holborn which they do on a Tuesday oh, night oh yeah you said it was name, name and shame the club do you remember oh no I'm not I, I can't remember as I can't remember most things even films I've been in <laughs> so it was like the MC was just where's your energy yeah. the one thing yeah. if nothing else even the odd joke you can get away but energy yeah. Have some energy, and he was just like bringing. You think, fuck, going on? But this yeah. guy was really good on Tuesday. There was meant to be twenty people. There was sixteen, and what I liked about it, it seems that that's the difference now with the politeness and all the rest is, is maybe a downside. But the ones that they seem to be organised, they seem to have grasped. Don't be there till half eleven at night. Mm. Uh, Don't yeah, have yeah. an MC who's going to do half an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and, and five minutes between. In between every set. It's not so much oh. the half an hour, right? I get that you're coming up, you've organised a night, oh, you did a yeah. lot. It's then the, the bit in between all, and it's like, ah, oh, oh, come on, come you've on. already done your bit. I love, an, I love an MC who just comes on and goes, keep it going keep for the next act. Yes, yes, you're exactly. like, yes, please, that's what we want. We were out by half nine. Oh, lovely. I mean, that is lovely. the dream, isn't it? Yeah. That, everyone talks about that 
that in comedy. If yeah. they get to go home early, yeah. it's like, oh, I love it. Yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's the slog that you've got to do. As I said, you've got to be in the sewer. You've got to, you've got to let comedy break you. Yeah. Then you've got to build yourself together. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like that. You've got to yeah. go in with this kind of... Uh, your Bambi and you're all like oh wasn't it great uh-huh. so have you spoken to anyone who's done that showcase you did with Jeff yeah are you in a WhatsApp group with him or anything yes I am there's a because I mean you saw it and I thought the standard was really good standard was there. really high yeah. it was really, I was really you, you would have seen it if you had integrity oh and didn't they come, <laughs> on, oh, and didn't they come along to the there was a pre- uh, no, that preview was the, bit no that was the group before our group oh okay and that oh, was, right. and and that was a run that was a dry okay, run right. wasn't Sorry. it Sorry. Okay. but that Jen Jen Nolan who's really good she was the girl, she closed. Do you remember with blonde hair? And um, uh, she does a lot about being, she's from Bo. Yeah. And she's really good, Jen. And she's, been, she's doing really well. I've been doing, it's gone a little bit quiet on our group at the moment, but Jen's always going. There's another guy, Barry, a uh, good old name, Barry, is it? Yeah. Don't hear many Barry. Is he the one talking about his dick length and the temperature? What, no, was that the Spanish guy? Uh, was, is, yeah, the Spanish, Spanish guy, Lu- yeah. Luis, yeah, he's... Um, no, I think oh, God, did you think a Spanish guy was going to be a guy called Barry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't want to assume, I didn't want to assume uh, he's definitely... Um, and, but how many people in your in that group, let's say there was 10 or 12 of them, how many people are, are gigging? I'd say six, seven. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Because out of Logan Murray's course... Oh, yeah, I know. The, the one we did where we all met... Out of that course, there has been you, me, Andy. There was Will, who's just yeah. just given up yeah, comedy, so that it. so he's now out. Yeah, Gail. Gail. I think, still, I think that's, that's, that's. I yeah. bumped into Gail on the street like maybe six nine months ago, and oh. she was on her way to a gig. So yeah. yeah. So it's only us three still gigging. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not including you because until you gig again, you're not that's gigging. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. You know when you meet people and they, they tell you they don't smoke and then they're smoking? Yeah. I used to have a mate, I used to have two mates like that. They would be on a night out smoking, going, yeah, well, I don't smoke. And I'm like, yeah, but you're smoking now. And they're yeah, like, what, I'm having a fucking fag because I'm drinking. <laughs> Doesn't mean I smoke. And I'm like, every time I see you, you're smoking. Yeah, but it's like hey, for years you told me you could drive, you just didn't have a license. <laughs> so you can't drive. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a little bit different because it's a technicality. <laughs> it's a little bit different because it involves me being hypocritical. <laughs> But I could actually drive. <laughs> and I'd like 20 lessons. The government said you couldn't. Yeah. So anyway, there's only so there's only three of us yeah. out of a out of a group of ten. That's quite a lot. No, I think more than that. Twelve, fourteen. Yeah, I think it was about that was a, a quite a number in that group. I don't know why Ripley stopped. He was good. So yeah, that and then I, out of Jeff's group, I, I think almost all of them haven't gigged. Um, you no, know, Jane's not gigging. Um, em, Emma's not. No. Um, no. This is really boring podcast material. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Name people just go, you don't know. No. No. People we know who aren't no. doing anything. Yeah. yeah, it's like, Peter, no, yeah. no, no. no. The, point is, no. Think, the point is, I suppose, is the drop-off. The dro- it, this, and that's what I'm trying, yeah. that's what basically yeah. what I'm trying to say. So long and sh- short of it is the drop-off is about 80%. Yeah. Yeah, because it is so hard. It's hard. It's you so go out with all your dreams and yeah. you get the shit kicked out of you. And like I said, you have to get broken by it. Yeah. You have to get to the point where you're like, I can't, I can't even take this anymore. And then you almost have a, a coming out the other side where you're yeah. like, I don't give a fuck about the audience yeah. or yeah. your opinions. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming on here to do this. Yeah. And if it goes bad, suck a dick. If it goes mm. well, still yeah. suck a dick. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Because, yeah. and that, and I think that's the point you need to get to. And all the yeah. good comedians are at, at that point. If uh, it does feel like that. I, I, it was going, I did that comedy eye place, the one that you can never get Fucking, they will not book me for love nor money. 
Yeah, but it's like Jerry comedy. Seinfeld or the comedy star. <laughs> yeah, comedy in your eye. Go fuck yourself. That's yeah. official. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you wait till you get your special. Then you, yeah, yeah. you can tell them. <laughs> By the way, but, but just, that, that yeah. was another place that was really not nice people organising. Doesn't matter what you say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they were really, it was a nice night. And I was on up, it's right opposite Camden Station. I was thinking, this isn't going to be for me. And again, just three really nice guys organising it and want people to have a nice time, want to have the performance have a nice time. It does look time. like a lovely night, it does. And it, and it, was just, and yeah. it went really well for me. And then it was after, <laughs> I think I did the blackout. And as you say, it just Different. Like knocked the Pe- people wanna, out People want me. you to fail. They want you to fail. People, if someone burst just... into tears on that stage, everyone would be like, And I was like, sort of going... It was before the two minutes they were sort of baying for my blood. I was going, give me a fucking chance. What, like, what you, you, know. you should have. That's what you should have done. You should have started having a go at the audience. Well, I, 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 I don't know how I would. I just basically in no circumstances. I've got my material and that's it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I was like going, a rabbit in the headlights type of thing. I, I'd be yeah. the same. Yeah. It, what it was is when it was. But you know, I just knew within thirty seconds they weren't having me. Funny, mm. and I did, and I. And what, did then, you, what did you open with? Do you I, I opened with the knee stuff. You know what I mean, which normally is okay. Good material, and and then I think I did. It was a bit of a groaner, and I was and I was thinking of getting rid of it. The old, um, I'm definitely feeling my age. I couldn't think of the uh, Spanish word for Mister. I was having one of those senor moments. That's Great, a funny joke. Uh, see, I like. I mean, I like Great it, joke. but it's a bit of a gro- it's a bit of a groaner. It's one of those, isn't it? People know, and after you acknowledge that, yeah, okay, yeah. it is what it is, sort of thing. But straight away, they weren't having that, and I thought, oh fuck, was I'm it in silence trouble. or kind of? Boom. Uh, and it, it wasn't a boom. Uh, but I acknowledged. I said, yeah. okay, look, yeah. I, do, I do know, like I like this, but it was. Uh, I always, yeah. I like the. Well, I, did arms get folded? It was just, uh, the, the MC at um, Comedy Virgins told a really bad joke, and she said something which I think is always good to have in your back pocket. She goes, "I know, I hate me too." And I thought, and I thought, <laughs> yeah. that's uh, I hate me too. Yeah. That whole movement. <laughs> 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 it was like, but it really did feel. I just did feel. Oh fuck! I'm, I'm going to struggle here. About three years ago, when I did it, I, I did my five. Then I got through. I thought, oh lovely. I thought, well, I'll go and do it again, and it destroyed me. Yeah, God, that that night for a, for a and bit. And it sticks with you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And so I don't. There isn't a value in it. And the, a girl who got through the five, I think she was after me or a couple after me. She was on the other night on this thing I did at Northdown. Oh, all right. And she, again, she just had one of those nights, you know. And you think, okay, you can't you can't take one night. No. Ser- like you can have a cracker of a night, yeah. or you or you can have a really shit night, and you can't take either of them seriously. No. You have to take the medium over a yeah, long time. Exactly. Well, you have medium to treat those two imposters <laughs> both the same. <laughs> yes, in the words of Rudyard Kipling, yeah. with his lovely cakes. Was that the, you got to suck a dick either way? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what he said. If the crowd don't like you, suck a dick. <laughs> if they do like you, go suck a dick. <laughs> Basically, go suck a dick, yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we have done uh, one one hour twenty. Have we really? Yeah. No, so, unless anyone's got any closing topics you want to talk about, I feel like I wanted to talk about some things and we never did. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Should have thought about it. Racism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trans rights. <laughs> well. Well, no. I tell, you, I, I tell you what I've been doing. I've been doing, um, and this is where this podcast is going to go. It's not going to go on the early late night review show. It's going to go on 
to the Evening Almanac, which is my five-minute pod- podcast that I do every day. Oh, right. And so I'm just shoving it on there because people actually listen to that a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's an almanac? It's like a book of records. All right, okay. It's like a reference book, mm. but it's normally when shit's gone down. Yeah. So and it's like... To find out things as well, isn't to it? To find That's out like, things yeah, yeah. or... It's a bit like an encyclopedia, but it might also have like stats and facts in of, yeah. of sports or weather or you could have a weather almanac or whatever. I don't know. Mm. But I just love like the word. Know about almanacs. It seems like my kind of thing. Oh, I love it. You yeah. should. You should. It's got stats I'm surprised you don't know what an almanac is, really. Have you yeah. not had red... Is it Scott's Shots Almanac? Mm. Yeah. The yeah. ultimate toilet books. They're fucking amazing. Oh, I have. Yeah. yeah. I think they call that an almanac. Oh, uh, okay. And because it was like a diary of my day, I thought almanac's a really good title for it. Yeah. The idea is just to do a podcast every day to learn how to talk without going, um, mm. and, and being able to think on my feet. And I went back and listened to my first one. And actually, I've definitely got better. Yeah, well, you will do. It's anything you do. It's like I, I, it's one of my things. I've always said about acting. If you've got a knack for something, and even if you haven't particularly, but if you keep doing it, it's like anything else. If you're a, a carpenter or a plumber, if yeah. you keep doing it, you're going to get better at it, aren't you? That's how it works. Well, that's what I thought. I yeah. thought whether I like it or not, yeah. I will get better. I, yeah. I have to. Be, I have to. No yeah, one can do something 300 times and not yeah. get slightly better at it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's what I've decided to do. So I'll stick it on there. Um, so that was it, really. Mm. Um, uh, are you gigging next, Andy? Um, I've, got, I've got something coming up in, I think, about, I think it's about three weeks' time. I've got loads on at the moment. And that's the thing. I need to get all this stuff out of the way and then I can go. What, acting right. stuff? No, it's not. I wish, I wish it were. It's just it, stuff. Bollocks. Life admin. stuff. Admin. Yeah. Life and admin. it's all full on and, and I'm, selling a, I'm selling a house and stuff like oh. that and it's all that bollocks fuck I fucking I really, and that's me. the other thing before we go it's just as I'm getting older now I just want to pare everything down to f- nothing yeah I, I, I don't yeah. want to I don't want to have anything yeah I just enough money that's all I want I don't want to be dealing with anything I'm, I'm like anymore. that any anytime I have to deal with anything which is yeah. admin I know this sounds and, and this is the wrong way to live right because mm. I've and I'm trying to be more mindful and present and not wish any moment away but you know like sometimes when you get up and you're like I've got a shower I've got to do this I've got, and you're just like fucking hell this is just basic maintenance and then I've got to cook a meal because I've got to eat and then or I've got to go and post this at the post box yeah. and, and you're just like fucking hell I've got all of this shit I've got to do which is just getting in the way of me living but I suppose that is living it is living I think that's how you've got to, you've got to embrace whatever yeah. but then again you can it's different with you you've got kids and all that sort of thing so there's all that responsibility oh, all I do is run them around remember all that and it, oh, I am yeah. so busy all the time but, I'm, but the way I'm looking at it is this is the busiest my life's ever going to be yeah yeah. we're right at the zenith of yeah. busyness yeah. and then it will drop down and then like by the time they start getting 18 20 that will it will peel off a little bit and i reckon so ian if you're going to have kids you've got all of this coming uh, i have thought one thing i would um, i'm a bit sad about is if i have kids now or anytime later i'm probably not going to get that mates with your kids will both be an adults bit because i'll just be an old man like andy Sorry, what's happened? I don't. I don't think it's like that. I mean, look, I had Joe when I was thirty-eight. I'm forty-one now. 
43. I, mean, I don't think it's that much of a big deal. No, right? do you know what it is? The, the thing is, it doesn't matter what age. If you were 50 and they were 17, they don't want to fucking know you. Yeah. No, 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 it's not. Yeah. I know, I get yeah. that. They obviously yeah. don't want you know, to know. They don't no, know no, I mean, mate. when they come back to you when they're an adult, it's like you can just have normal chit-chat, right? If I have, let's say I'm 43, and I have a kid who's like 25, is normal adult. I'm 68. My, yeah. my friend Martin, I was saying about, he's 62. He's bought his son. He's, one of his sons is a, a racing journalist. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, racist. I thought his son was racist. <laughs> so get on like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but he's a, a, a Formula One uh, journalist and all this sort of thing. And his other sons are, are lovely. They're both really lovely kids. And they're both... <laughs> his they're, other sons are racist. <laughs> he's, he's, he's racist. His other sons are sexist. <laughs> yes, and, uh, <laughs> but, he's, but they're both in their sort of late 20s. And they get, and they get on really really well with their dad you know and they just they do stuff together Russ is the same with his son it's always there if you if you're if you're doing it right along the way people are all like oh you're not going to be able to play football with him in the garden all, all of that's no, bullshit no, no, not the all football in the garden but I'll be young enough then so, uh, never mind doesn't matter no I know what you're trying to say but I, it's, it's not going to be like that no, he's I'm, not going to be like I'm 23 if my dad was 52 it would be great but because he's 63 he's a cunt do you know what I mean it doesn't work like yeah. that yeah, I don't think it does. And I think it's more and more that way anyway, because people are having kids later. Yeah, so, you it's know. normal now. But I know I still want another kid, but Davina's like, no. But she's 44. I'm, we're both 44. Mm-hmm. You can't really. It's too, a bit too late. And you're rolling the dice. The, the later you leave it as well, the oh, more you yeah, roll the dice yeah. on, yeah. you know, genetic issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially with not so much eggs, but sperm. Be your fault, mate. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's see. I'm not, I'm not cheating, you know. I'm Which is, sperm. again, why I'm saying eugenics works. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, look, um, this has been great. I really hope I don't fuck it up and it all saves right. Uh, but if not, we've, I might use that recording on the phone. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. A- any final words? Want to say goodbye? No, just, I think um, ending on Ian's sperm is perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right. So just keep it fresh, Ian. Keep whacking it out. Uh, yeah. Got to keep replenishing. All right. See you on the next pod.